Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting exit plan with no spaces to 44222. That's exit plan to 44222. Again, text exit plan to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Well, hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me once again today. Always a pleasure to have you with me. Uh, My guest today is Tim Carlin, and he's a colonel in the United States Army, retired, a certified financial planner, and a certified exit planner at V Wealth Advisors. And Tim's been in service to others since age 10 when he started as an altar boy. He's a West Point graduate, having commanded at the company battalion and brigade level. And Tim is a versatile leader with past responsibility at some of America's best companies, including PepsiCo, ConocoPhillips, 66 Company. And um, on September 15th, Tim is uh, publishing his first book that will be available on Amazon called An Extraordinarily Ordinary Life, Life Lessons by Tim Carlin, where Tim draws on his past experiences to give readers a crash course on facing life's challenges and seizing its opportunities. So this should be a very interesting interview. Tim, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hey, Bill. Thank you so much for that introduction. My pleasure, Tim. I'd, I'd love to hear. Um, uh, it's only a 20-minute show, but I'd love to hear about some of your stories about uh, your past and your experiences and, and how you came to write this book. Yeah, thank you so much. I uh, live such an ordinary life like many of us, but all of us have these extraordinarily crazy stories that we go through. So I decided to put it in a book as a part of a legacy for my family, and then also to have something to give to my clients if they wanted to know a little bit more about me. So part of the stories in the book involve everything from being an ultra boy and, and paper boy when we used to have a wagon and pull that and deliver the paper um, to actually working with the CIA in Central America to then reinventing myself when I got laid off at one point in my career and traveling the world as a gentleman host. So it's a series of stories based on problems that we all go through and uh, then funny anecdotes on kind of how to deal with them. It sounds uh, extremely ordinary, Tim. You're CIA, you know, this kind of <laughs> extremely ordinary. We all do that. So I think it's going to be a fascinating read. You've learned a lot of lessons, and I've seen some of the summary of those. What led you in your path uh, to a financial services career? It, and I mentioned it in the book as a little boy. Uh, paper route, I put aside $25 a month in the Franklin Templeton Fund. And uh, my dad told me about Sir John Templeton. And I would uh, 
every month after I did my collections for the paper route, I'd make sure I put aside that $25 a month. So over time, I saw the power of compound interest and became more and more interested in financial services to where finally when I had a midlife crisis and uh, lost my position at Technomic in Chicago, I then decided to transition into the final financial service industry. So it was based on your experience of, of uh, starting as a youngster and putting money aside and seeing how it grows, and you felt like that's a story you could help others with. Yeah, I thought it was just not so much timing the market or necessarily what you bought, but just time in the market with good quality companies um, over time did wonders for you. So I, I think investing and having your money grow doesn't get you happiness at all, but it does give you some independence and some degree of security to make decisions you can otherwise not make. That's great information. A lot of people need to know more about that. And I agree. Uh, whenever I see someone have a baby, I say, start now, put put some money aside, because uh, time will slip by. You, you're you going to need a lot of money down the road. <laughs> uh, now, at some point, you got certified in business owner transition planning. Tell us a little bit about that and what that's all about. Yeah, I just thought that was a wonderful opportunity. John Brown came to give us a talk at our Financial Planning Association in Kansas City, and I attended that and was just fascinated at the aspect of helping business owners um, sell their business when they wanted for the the money they needed to the person or entity that they chose. And I think as a financial advisor, one of the very first things in helping others and, and providing service to others is kind of understanding what is that number. I mean, for everyone, it's different. And especially for a business owner, it really all starts with the valuation and then kind of backing into that number that they would feel comfortable with once they sold the business. Well, a lot of financial advisors know nothing about the complexities and intricacies of exit planning because it is extremely complex just from the mere emotionality of it uh, and, and family dynamics to the actual business analytics and finances and valuation aspects of the business. So you have on one hand uh, very touchy-feely parts of it, and then on the other hand, you have extreme numerical analysis. So I just thought it was a wonderful way to get exposed to help business owners, especially because in my prior career at PepsiCo and the ConocoPhillips 66 companies, I actually was involved in helping independent franchisees and jobbers or marketers, as they're called in the oil business, convenience store business, kind of grow their business, um, do their SWOT analysis for them and, and making sure they're locating and, and providing a good secession plan for their franchise. So it, it really was a natural fit to get into the niche. Yeah, all those things that we talk about uh, that are working on your business instead of working in your business, right, that basically help you to really uh, take a look and see where are you heading with this business and where, uh, what, like you said earlier, um, I like what you said earlier, but you need to know num not only what it's worth, 
but what you need it to be worth to sustain your lifestyle upon your exit. Uh, when you talk with business owners, what are some of the first three things you look for when it comes to their uh, preparedness or whether they're, they're on the right path or not? Well, one of the very first things is making sure that they have a good valuation and understanding of what their business really is worth and what do they think it's worth versus what really is it worth per se based on the market conditions at the time. So I think that's really, really important to to get to because from there, then you know if you're at where you want to be or you need to get to where you want to be. And then the other thing I think to look at is, you know, a complete analysis of their financial position in order to understand, gosh, where do I need to get this business to be in order to sell it or transition it to where after tax I can live on this money for whatever life I'm I'm living. And the other thing to look at is who are the possible players to get the business? And it varies because it may start out to where you're going to actually move it to the family, but then that may evolve to where eventually it may go to a third party. And I think getting a really firm grasp and grip on that is is the third step in the transition. Yeah, setting those goals and understanding your uh, your timing, I call it the timing target and, and treasure <laughs> goals. And, uh, and a lot of owners think, you know, well, that should be easy to figure it out, but it really isn't because it involves other people and it involves, uh, depending on their, their target, it could involve very different strategies. Uh, you mentioned um, that you have a client that you wanted to talk about, John and Mary, that had a high-end garage door business. Tell us a little bit about that case. Sure, sure. The business was such that they did uh, custom-made wood and different types of uh, very intricate garage door systems. So it was uh, a great niche for them. And the, the real issue became what they wanted for their business versus what they could sell their business for and be happy based on the lifestyle they wanted to live after their business was sold. So we began about three years out, and you know that gave us enough time because it wasn't a, a big business, a $50 million business. You know, it was more like a 3 to $5 million business. And uh, what was really nice about that was making sure they understood where we were in the merger acquisition cycle because, as we all know, our economy goes through expansions and contractions, and we just went through something – about six, seven months ago, that was certainly an eye-opener. And every 10 years, we go through something like that. So making sure they understood where they were, what they needed, and that, hey, maybe I get a little less for the business, but I avoid a big contraction, and I'm able to live happily ever after. So I think that was really an eye-opener for them, that if I wanted X, but I could live on Y and get out before Z happens, maybe that's not a bad idea to do. And kind of just pushing them in that direction to where they felt comfortable was really the biggest success. Uh, are business owners generally surprised when you tell them what you do? And Because this is not a, a common area. It's becoming more and more common. But are they surprised? Do, do they say, well, I never knew uh, anybody that would do that type of work? 
Yeah, I think there's a lot of folks out there um, outside the financial service industry that are certified exit planners and do a wonderful job of of helping business owners transition. I don't think it's on the radar screen of a lot of financial advisors, though, because many of us are generalists and we don't actually understand the need to be within a certain niche. And uh, they were surprised at first, but going back to the business owner I helped transition to have them interview um, different business brokers and investment bankers and valuation experts and to kind of have a great group of experts that I work with for all different sizes of businesses that they could kind of interview and see who they liked and then begin to move forward with them. Um, And I'm helping them coordinate the activity. It it really helps them make sure the the right hand and the left hand know what they're doing. I mean, I, I look at all the different experts that we have, and there's about 24 different people that can go into a business plan that have their own expertise, anything from ESOP to reverse mortgage to property and casualty to pension, third-party administration to what we always know as valuation, investment bankers, business brokers, I mean, what we normally think of. But there's there's so many pieces. So it, it's just a fascinating puzzle to put together. Yeah, very well put. And a lot of people don't think about all of these different pieces and people that they may bring in, and they certainly don't want to have to go out and find those people. So another benefit that you bring is that you uh, spend part of your time out networking and finding good advisors to work with as well, right? All the time. That's really the majority of my time to try to understand these different experts on where their niches and who they best work with. So I have a cadre of folks that if I have a business owner that's transitioning, they can interview, you know, three to five investment bankers to understand who they like. And maybe they can interview three to five valuation experts to understand who they like and who who fits well. Or there might be three to five different valuation experts that can do valuation so they can compare and see, boy, am I really getting in the same ballpark with each of these experts? And part of that is understanding that maybe a a $2 million revenue business would uh, probably need different advisors than a $30 million revenue business in some cases uh, based on what's available to them and strategies available to them, correct? Yeah, it's really fun to see those different, you know, lines that are drawn from the, you know, small, mid-size, large. So you're absolutely correct, and you just can't have one expert in your pocket when it comes to size. You need the different levels. Let's uh, let's talk about some of the tips that you might give. There are millions of business owners out there that are, you know, reaching baby boomer status uh, age-wise, and they're thinking, May, you know, maybe I should be thinking about what I'm going to do with this business in the next few years. I'm certainly closer to the to retirement than I am to starting the business. What are some tips you would give those business owners? Well, I don't think it's too early to start asking questions about you know, who and when and and for what makes sense for me. So that's earlier is better. Uh, Ten years out is definitely not too early. I know for most business owners that is an eternity and a whole lifetime. But in reality, in some cases, it really does take that long to get to right size your business and really figure out who 
you're going to move that business to. Um, the other thing I would make sure is uh, please make sure the left hand knows what the right hand's doing. And what I mean by that is don't rely solely on your CPA for information. Don't rely solely on your estate planning attorney. Uh, make sure those two are integrated with your financial advisor and your other advisors so that everybody's in sync so you know when you go down path A, what the second and third order effects of going down path A are on these other aspects of your business and your life. Excellent tips. Tim, in your book that's coming out, The Extraordinary and Extraordinarily Ordinary Life, it'll be available on Amazon. Uh, one of the, uh, the bit of information I got uh, gives uh, eight tidbits of information that, that you'll be covering in the book. What's your favorite, and can you just tell us a little bit about uh, you know, one of those tenets? We don't have time for all of them, but just uh, help our listeners understand what's going to be in the book. Yeah, I think one of the things is um, never stop learning. It's so uncomfortable to learn new things as far as technology is concerned or human resources or even if it relates to all the different accounting rules that are out now since uh, COVID has hit. And I would only stress to get uncomfortable. And if you're uncomfortable in learning something, it's really helping you and your business. Um, so get uncomfortable learning new things and never stop learning. There's certainly a lot to learn about these days of uh, technology, uh, different emerging trends in businesses, consumer trends. There's certainly a lot to learn about. So that, that's great advice. Tim, what's the best way for uh, our, our listeners to get in touch with you should they want to talk more about you know, working together or learning more about what you do or just even just getting some information from your website? Yeah, not a problem. Um, you can actually reach me at uh, my telephone number is 913-827-4624. And I certainly am on LinkedIn and Facebook, Tim Carlin in Overland Park at V Wealth Advisors. And vwealthadvisors.com looks like it's the website to start at, and they can find a lot of great information there. And, of course, uh, the book is coming up soon. They can probably Google that, right? Yeah, I think that's uh, uh, going to be out September 15th, and I think they have an actual um, pre-order on Amazon right now. And we uh, sometimes rebroadcast these interviews, so September 15, 2020. So if you're listening to this sometime in the future, go find the book, An Extraordinarily Ordinary Life, uh, and get in touch with Tim, obviously someone who is passionate, has been in service to others since age 10, and still still, still cooking, still doing it. Uh, Tim, it's been, it's been great to have you on the show. Do you have any last words of advice for our listeners? Bill, thank you for having me, and I think what you're doing for folks is a tremendous service, so thank you very much for your service. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 